0: Welcome to the West Cheltenham Podcast. We want to see communities and places buzzing with the extraordinary presence of Jesus. Join us live on YouTube every Sunday at 10.30am. We really hope you enjoy this message.
1: extraordinary God and I want to start with a game Um, and today's game is to do with ordinary jobs and uh, you can see a selection of them on the board so what I need is I need some volunteers some children to volunteer to help me with this game so I need about four children so if you'd like to um, yeah do come up um, if you'd like to be involved more more than four is also okay Um, yeah do do just come up we have got three here anyone else one more any other volunteers? You could, We could have more than one more. I might end up making Chris come up. <laughs> um, okay, so for this game, um, what's going to happen is we're going to act out different jobs. Okay, so we're going to act out different jobs, and they are one of the ones on the board. So it's either going to be a musical conductor... A waiter, a nurse, a tent maker, a teacher, a taxi driver, a baker or a hairdresser, okay? And your job is to guess which job someone is acting out, okay? Right, so there is your one. Can you read that? Yeah, so do you want to try and act that one out? You can kind of make, Why don't you act it out together, actually? So if you can read that one act it out together, decide who's going to do the job and who Chris you can go sit down, these guys can do it yeah <laughs> <laughs> they've got it <laughs> okay okay so, so you can act it out on one of your friends do it together yeah you can all do it, do it together yeah you can do it together so maybe if you, you know what it is yeah, yeah can you help Yeah? Like that, yeah, exactly. Do that action, perfect. You can all do it, though. You can all do it. (laughs) (laughs) Should we we do it together? So what, what do you reckon we're doing? Yeah? Hair cutting, super. Okay, well done. Okay, here is the next one. Okay, do you reckon you can do that one? Okay. Are you do it? are you acting this one? Great, off you go. <laughs> Super well done. So we've got music conductor. <clears throat> the next one. well done taxi driver okay last one last one this one's a little bit harder okay yeah 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 do that that's a good idea yeah maybe on the floor oh well done yeah so we're hammering hammering in pegs well done you guys thank you thank you should I have those back and then you can go sit down thank you super Um, so, uh, the reason I did that is because um, today we're looking at the story of Priscilla and Aquila, and they were tent makers. Um, so, uh, hence, we were acting out tent makers, and they were ordinary people, and we're going to journey with them and see how they use their ordinary lives um, for God. Um, so, to start with, we're going to watch a video which kind of summarizes their story in Acts
0: Slapstick Theatre. Aquila and Priscilla. This is Aquila, Hey-o. who was a Jewish man who was married to Priscilla.
1: Hi.
0: They lived in Italy until Claudius Caesar forced all of the Jews to move out of Rome. Get out of here. So they went to live in Corinth. There they worked as tent makers and met Paul, oh, hey. who told people about Jesus. Hey. Paul lived and worked with Aquila and Priscilla while he was in Corinth, telling people about Jesus. Aquila and Priscilla went on a trip with Paul to the port of Ephesus. Wait, see in a While they were in Ephesus, they heard a man preaching named Apollos. That's me. Hey, William. Huh? And taught him more about God. Oh, all right. They remained friends with Paul. Yeah! and helped him in his mission to tell people about Jesus.
1: Hey, thanks for that.
0: They once even risked their lives for Paul.
1: Oh, thanks for that too.
0: When Aquila and Priscilla went back to Corinth, they gathered people to their home for church. Paul told the people in a letter that he was thankful for Aquila and Priscilla and their service to the church.
1: So, we've got Priscilla and Aquila, and they're often known as a biblical power couple. They're a couple that are talked about through a lot of different books um, in the New Testament, which is quite unusual. Um, And so today we're going to look at the story, their story. So we start off um, where they come from. So, um, Aquila is from Pontus, which is the blue dot. Um, So this is in what is today Turkey. And um, Priscilla, we don't know where she was from. But she might have come from Rome, which was where, which is the yellow dot. And Rome was where Priscilla and Aquila lived after they were married. And um, the writer of Acts tells us that the Roman Emperor Claudius ordered all of the Jews to leave Rome. And this was probably around 49 AD. So Priscilla and Aquila had to leave Rome and they became refugees. And they travelled to Corinth which was, um, so you can see on the arrow there, they traveled down to Corinth, which is in what is today Greece. And Corinth was a major trading port, which was a really good place for them to set up their tent making workshop. And I've got a couple of pictures of what Corinth looks like today. So these are the ruins of what Corinth would have been. This is actually the temple. And uh, in their tent making workshop, maybe they made tents for travelers. Or they might have made uh, market stores the awnings on top they worked with leather and um, they would have used cloths made from goats hair um, and uh, anyone who knows me knows that goats are my favorite animals so uh, any excuse to put a picture of a goat uh, up it, yeah, is ideal. Um, so Priscilla and Aquila they are ordinary people, they're ordinary tent makers and they're using those ordinary lives to grow the church. And God calls us to be disciples and to worship him in our ordinary lives, not just on Sundays. So I thought we'd take a moment to pause and reflect on that. So in a minute, I'm gonna ask you to turn to someone sitting near you, and I've got two questions that you're gonna talk about. So they're up on the board, on the screen, you can tell I'm a teacher, Uh, up on the screen. Uh, So first of all, where are you gonna be this time tomorrow? So it's 11 a.m. What are you gonna be doing at 11 a.m. Monday morning? And then if you've got a faith, how does that link to your faith? So maybe are you showing God's love to people? So let me just tell you about mine. So tomorrow morning I'm gonna be driving to Essex to see my family links to my faith because hopefully I'll have a restful week and rest is important Um, and also because I'm going to spend my time with my family showing my love for them and God's love so off you go here are the two questions what are you going to be doing how does that link to your faith off you go Okay, let's come back together. And maybe you can continue those conversations over coffee at the end of the service. So, where did we get to in our story? We had Priscilla and Aquila. They've left Rome because the Roman Emperor kicked them out. They're now in Corinth and they're working as tent makers. So, what happens next? Well, next. Paul comes along, so in this picture Paul is the person in green, and Paul comes along. So Paul was a preacher, he travelled around uh, telling people about Jesus, and a lot of the New Testament letters are written by Paul. So Paul turns up in Corinth, he's looking for somewhere to stay, and he ends up living and working with Priscilla and Aquila, because Paul is also a tent maker, so he works with them. And he did his preaching on the Sabbath, so that would have been the Saturday, And then Monday to Friday, he probably worked the rest of the week as a tent maker. And one of the things I love about becoming a reader is that I can preach on a Sunday, uh, but I can still be a science teacher from Monday to Friday. And we often think of worship as just our Sunday service, or even sometimes just the singing in our Sunday service, but actually the whole of our lives is worship from Monday all the way through to Sunday. So Priscilla and Aquila welcomed Paul to their house, which was something actually the early church did quite often. Their houses were used as hostels for travelling preachers where they could stay for a few days, and this was really vital for the spreading of the news about Jesus. But Paul didn't just stay for a few nights. He actually lived there for a year and a half, so a year and a half. And that reminds me of the hospitality that UK families have shown the Ukrainian refugees over the last year or so, inviting them into their houses and sharing their lives with them. The early early church would also have held their church services in their homes. They were being persecuted by the Romans. They couldn't meet in public or in in large numbers. Um, And having other people around their houses, around our houses, allows us to share stories, to create community, to develop new friendships and to get to know what's going on in each other's lives. And something I've really enjoyed since joining West Cheltenham is our hub group. And this week I caught up with Maura, who's also a member of our hub group. So morning Maura, so lovely to have you with us this morning. Thank you for agreeing to this um, mini interview. Um, So should we
2: start, do you want to introduce yourself? Sure, so I'm Maura. Um, I live in Cheltenham, I'm from Cheltenham, um, I've kind of grown up going to church in West Cheltenham, um, and I'm now a primary school teacher at a school in Gloucester.
1: Lovely, so you've broken up for the summer holidays?
2: Yes, Ooh. today's the first day of the holidays. So, um.
1: <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> um, so, can you tell me a little bit, why did you choose to join up?
2: Um, I chose to join a hub because I had fairly recently or in the last couple of years had moved back from university and wasn't really part of a church back home in Cheltenham Um, and I was really missing having that community of other Christians on my doorstep um, because I had it when I was at uni um, but I didn't have it anymore. And I was really noticing that, you know, I was going to work every day and coming home and every day was kind of the same. And I was really missing having those um, Christian connections really, and that fellowship back home. Um, So I had been looking to join a church and hadn't really found one that seemed right, then kind of decided to just go back to West Cheltenham. And through that got into a hub, which has been a really good way of meeting other Christians that live near me again.
1: Cool. So so what sort of thing happens when you go to a
2: Um So when you're at a hub, we spend a lot of time just catching up because um, we meet fortnightly. So we'll spend a lot of time just catching up on how our fortnight has been, um, anything that's been happening, anything that people would um, appreciate prayer for um, and just, yeah, spending a lot of time just talking, catching up, Um, and it's a really nice break in the week and a really nice distraction maybe from some things that have been going on in your week. Um, We will tend to go through a passage um, or some scripture, sometimes to do with what we've done on Sunday in church and what was spoken about, and we'll unpick it a little bit more. Um, Other times it might just be something related to what's relevant to our week or what's been going on that week, um, and it's just a chance to hear other people's viewpoints on things. Um, you really don't have to know much about the Bible at all. You can go knowing as much or as little as you want, um, and it's just really helpful hearing other people's um, opinions, viewpoints, um, or experiences with what we're looking at.
1: Right. So, um, having been in a hub for a bit, would you encourage other people to join?
2: Yeah, I would absolutely encourage other people to join. Um, Like I said, it's just a really good way of getting to know other members of your church. Um, I found as well, it can sometimes be quite daunting going to, if it's a new church or not a new church, but you feel like you don't know many people, um, it's really helpful to put some names to faces and to... Just make it easier for you when you continue going to church to catch up again on a Sunday and then catch up again um, throughout the week when you're at your hub um, it's just a really nice break to your week like I said if you're busy with work or whatever you're doing it's really nice to kind of do something different um, and we also have done a few socials as well so it's not all not every week is the same um we've had a meal we've done a barbecue um so yeah i would definitely encourage if you're looking to just have more of a community um at home
1: great thank you maura thank you for speaking to us and i hope that you have a really lovely summer holiday
2: thank you you too thank you <laughs> So
1: if you're you're not yet in a hub, but you'd like to join a hub, then do speak to Josh um, at the end of the service, or Mike and Christina, who aren't here today, uh, run those. So our hub groups, and also the hospitality of Priscilla and Aquila, reflect the hospitality of Jesus. So why did Priscilla and Aquila invite Paul to stay with them? Well, they'd been refugees. They knew what it was like to arrive as a new person in a big city. And they were Christians, so they're following Jesus' commands. And Jesus said, As I've loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you love one another. And at the Last Supper, Jesus washed the feet of his disciples, a job normally done by a servant being done by the King of Kings. And he then said to his disciples, Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also should wash one another's feet. So as Christians, as Jesus' disciples, we're called to serve and welcoming people into our churches, into our houses, into our lives is part of that. When I was 21, I'd just finished university and I moved down to Exeter to spend a year volunteering with Exeter YMCA. And while I was there, I learned a lot about hospitality from one particular family. This family was a normal family, they had three boys, and in their house, they had a spare bedroom, their guest bedroom, and they decided to support X to YMCA and support me by letting me have their guest room for the year while I volunteered for X to YMCA. And another thing they did was every Sunday, they put a massive roast in the oven before they went off to church. And when, when they were at church, they used to gather different people, invited people, whether they were friends or whether they'd only just met them, they were welcome for Sunday roast at their house. And we had a different group of people having Sunday roast at the table every Sunday. So this was an ordinary family. They were living their ordinary lives, but using little parts of their ordinary lives to show extraordinary hospitality and showing God's extraordinary love. So let's get back to Priscilla and Aquila. So Paul lived with them for a year and a half, and he then set sail for Ephesus. Um, Ephesus is um, in in what's now Turkey. And Priscilla and Aquila went with them. Uh, They'd been a business in Corinth, but they were willing to take the risk and go where God was sending them. And in Ephesus, Priscilla and Aquila heard a man called Apollos preaching. And he was from Alexandria, which is now in today's Egypt. Uh, Next one. Thank you. So even further away than Priscilla and Aquila. And the Bible says that he was knowledgeable um, about Jesus, but he didn't know everything. And Priscilla and Aquila realized they could help teach and mentor him. Um, And again, we see them inviting him into their house. And the passage doesn't say what they taught him, But in those days, for a knowledgeable man to take advice from a woman, Priscilla, shows how important she was in the early church and how much respect the peers had for her. But she wasn't arrogant. She takes Apollos into her house, into a private setting, to teach him and explain um, what she has to teach him. And Priscilla and Aquila continued to serve God's family. Paul's letters record them in Ephesus back in Corinth, and eventually they also went back to Rome when there was a new emperor. And in one letter, Paul says that Priscilla and Aquila risked their lives for him. We don't know what Paul was talking about here, possibly um, a riot, which was in Acts 19, but whatever it was, Priscilla and Aquila are clearly willing to go that extra mile for their Christian family. So Priscilla and Aquila had ordinary lives, but they lived extraordinarily. And as Christians, Jesus calls us to live differently, to be God's witnesses in the world. So how can we show his love through our hospitality? So I've just come up with a few ideas. So we can start by smiling, by asking people how they are, by welcoming people. We could um, get in touch with people, giving them a call or an encouraging message, perhaps asking what we can be praying for. We could meet people for coffee or for a meal. Uh, We can get involved in church activities, hub groups, messy church, serving coffee, staying around for coffee after the service, and looking out for new people to welcome. And whatever we do, whether it's large or small, we can use our ordinary lives to show extraordinary hospitality for God. Matthew 25 says, Come, you who are blessed by my Father, take your inheritance the kingdom prepares for you since the creation of the world. For I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you invited me in. I needed clothes and you clothed me. I was sick and you looked after me. I was in prison and you came to visit me. Hospitality can be really daunting but when we invite others into our lives, we share stories, develop friendships, and build God's kingdom, and we become communities and places buzzing with the extraordinary presence of Jesus. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for the hospitality shown in the Bible. Jesus fed large crowds, washed his disciples' feet, and his followers invited people into their houses. Help us to show hospitality to everyone around us, sharing our stories and becoming communities and places, buzzing with the extraordinary presence of Jesus. Amen.
0: Thanks so much for listening. To hear more messages like this, make sure you subscribe so that you don't miss out. If you want to find out more, head to westchelm.org.uk or search West Chowlt across social media. We love you. We can't wait to see you again.